this is, I believe, episode six of Diggy's Dungeon. Back to commit more songs to the dungeon, slash give the mookie to the city, slash whatever we feel like, you know? And um, it looked like we were going to struggle to get a show together, but we've got three wonderful people doing double duty on some important releases today, so that's going to be good. Um, I'm going to pull the first person in right now, and that's going to be Swither. So let's hope that you're ready, Swither. Hello, Swither. Well, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good, aside from all of my internet issues, but that's no different to normal. Yeah, that crunchy British Wi-Fi, huh? Mm, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I need to start suing Asus for how shit their internet adapter is, clearly. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah. Start proceeding. Well, um... <laughs> So you you got you got some wrapping paper rolled up in your background in September, and uh, thankfully I got a present for you. <laughs> Damn that that is a segue and a half. <laughs> there we go. I'm very impressed um, with that. It's a debut from a group called uh, We Semicolon Nah. So uh, it's they uh, are from a they're so, from a company called Shine E and M, which I imagine is, has something to do with the rest of E and M. And then it's distributed by a company called Ogam, O-G-A-M Entertainment. Mm. The previous groups from Shine are Ocean, you know, Five Shin, but, you know, Ocean. Not really. I don't know them. And then Shine. And then that's just about it. So it seems like this is pretty thorough Nugu material. Yep. You ready no, to get into it? I'm very ready to get into it. Ole due. <laughs> Ole due. So this is Wiener <laughs> with their song Like Psycho.
feeling about Wiener. Aww. Wasn't that cute? Yeah, it was. I don't know why they're saying about being psycho, but it's very cute. Yeah, I was curious about that too. So, um, you know, they're, they're too small to have anybody translating their lyrics on the internet, but Google Translate can help me out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, take these translations with a grain of salt. <laughs> but, um, you know, one of the verses translates here to uh, hit it and pass it. I don't mind. Think before speaking. I'd rather be a psycho. I don't want to be like you. So, well, it says, please me rather psycho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to say the hit it and pass it, I don't mind, is a sort of psycho level cavalier attitude about the <laughs> blunt that they're putting in rotation I'm imagining <laughs> yeah I didn't know if it was uh, if it was a drug thing or a sex thing or what but it's it's something <laughs> definitely it's psycho definitely um, I but love it's such that, a uh, cheerful way of, of being psycho you know oh absolutely yeah completely psycho mm. um, but I love that uh, the sweeping synth thing that, that they have going almost throughout you know, Danny, 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 Danny. Yeah, uh, it fun. reminds me of something uh, sort of retro, but I don't have good reference points. If anyone, uh, if that reminded anyone of anything, please drop it in the chat because I'm struggling to um, connect it to the past. <laughs> I wanted to say like maybe like a bright past Kara synth, but that's not necessarily the case. But you know, it's a really pretty well produced and put together track. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure how you're going to feel about, you know, you have more opinions on certain production choices than I usually do, but um, it, it felt pretty, you know, well mixed, competently done. The video looked pretty good. Of course, it was relatively low budget and there were definitely some filler shots, even though the one with, with just the girls walking blank faced at the screen was pretty, pretty solid in a way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like this sort of thing to be a debut. I, I, I don't imagine that this is going to pop. And my guess, based on my short, you know, uh, experience watching these new groups rise and, rise and fall, my guess would be that they will probably be disappointed by the lack of impact that this will have. And then their next comeback will probably be... Uh, they probably won't pay a writer as much and it'll probably be bad, but, you know... Uh, let's hope that's not the case. Maybe they, they, they have something together and they they cultivate this cute, bright sound. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm pretty positive on this. I like this song quite a bit. I think it's really fun. I think it's a perfect, fun, little, cute debut. I yeah. uh, I tend to agree with you that they'll, they will have put all the budget into this and got it really well mixed and really well written, and then the next one will probably be, like, made from about 10 quid or something. Uh, but, I mean, I, I like this song quite a bit. I've been... Every time it comes on, I put it on my playlist immediately because I liked it. Every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah... I'm like really optimistic about stuff. I'm high energy. I'm loving it. So it's clearly doing something right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I put it on my my list as well, and then it came on randomly, and I forgot who it was, and I was like, oh yeah, this. You know, it felt like I'd known it for a long time. Mm. Um, and and it just does slot in very nice. It's bright, pleasant, and that that one girl's vocal at the end of the chorus, where it's just like, I'm just a. Chung Baman Psycho and she says it's so cute it, they really capture a nice softness in that vocal take it's yeah it's a charming song I like it yeah I don't really have any complaints I don't think about this song like it could be more like standout at points it's just like a generally good good song but everything's decently well done like there's no production choices where I'm like what the fuck was that like there usually is with these lower budget groups everything's just well done Hit it and pass it. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that bit, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm taking some, uh, uh, you know, some agency by translating it. Mm. But yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, uh, there, there's not much more to talk about with them since they are brand new and they are tiny. So I'm down to move on to uh, Billy in the interest of not. Uh, overstaying my welcome oh okay uh i mean unless you have unless you have further thoughts no i'm i'm content you know it's just a well-made song that's you know sung well written well nothing's awkward in the backing track you know it's weird for me not to have complaints about production but yeah it's it's just well done i have no complaints i just hope that you know they get some traction out of this and don't just like have a drastic concept change to try and get some fans because that's usually what happens with these groups that's the only thing that would worry me yeah, I thought that dance I mean, break was a bit weird actually that's like the only bit that I wasn't super into okay yeah I, I, I could I could also level not a complaint but like just something a little less than great This, this a lot of the choreo did feel like uh just a mishmash of the standard k-pop moves a lot of the hip left and right and then not much uh memorable flavor to that but you know uh, i mean yeah it, it's a it's a struggle for groups to balance uh originality and creativity in choreo and song so i'm okay if they're song oriented primarily and it's not like the dance is bad it's just uh, aggressively normal for yeah. this genre um, but yeah I mean basically we need more Wu-A uh, <laughs> to bring in bring in those great actual choreos yeah but it's we always a them coin back. flip whether their songs are any good Wu-A? yeah okay well you know I, 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 I might get too aggressive so we better move on <laughs> okay do we want to do um, double bills of people immediately after each other or do you want to like do the full rotation then back to Swither or what I mean I personally feel like since we experienced so much 
uh, technical difficulty switching, it's probably easiest to just go right into it. But okay, uh, yeah, we can do it straight away. Be... That's fine. Uh, let me. If everyone's cool with that, get that one ready, and I'm just gonna get my poll done. Um, on Wiener, uh, everyone, it was mostly free to go, and one person gave it key to the city. I think that's fair. I'd probably be about the same between the two. It's just good. Uh, right, so now you're talking about a much bigger group. Much bigger. A much, much bigger group. By the name of Bill E. Yeah, so big you need another L. Yeah. Two L's could not contain them. Three L's, though, that's plenty. Three L's, uh, also known as a, a, a great genre. I'll leave it at that. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Yep. So we're doing Billy's Ring My Bell because uh, they capitalized it. Ca uh, parentheses. What a wonderful world. Close parentheses. Um, so we'll we'll get into that one now. Ring, ring, ah, uh, ah, uh, ring my bell. 
Okay then, Billy. What were your thoughts? I on saw you Billy? were you were virtually motionless during that, so I think <laughs> we know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I mean, Guns and Roses. What about Guns and Roses? I mean, what 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 does this remind you of in um, style? This reminds me of um, popular girls putting on their rock cosplay when it becomes cool to do so. I guess. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> but but uh, it's very inauthentic. It, it's just like generically okay rock. It's what they're going for, I think. They're not really going for Guns N' Roses, otherwise they'd be shrieking like a fucking banshee. And they'd maybe, have like maybe. some actually good guitar work, which they don't have. So really, not... I don't know. That solo uh, kind of ripped. I don't know. Yeah, but it's a solo. You know, solos always sound okay. This, the song is so subdued. Yeah, I mean, uh, and yet they're all doing their been... like their like company sanctioned rock moves <laughs> the whole way through. <laughs> Like they've been taught to do it, you know. I just, I, you're always going to get the same kind of reaction from me when you bring these like rock attempts from groups because it's so inauthentic. Like I know K-pop is anyway, but that fits with pop. It does not fit with rock. Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to bring up authenticity as a any sort of marker, but uh, generally, this genre hasn't been for me, even if it's in English and you know supposedly authentic. So. Uh, this isn't a song that I'm going to be listening to much, but I find the move interesting. And I also think that this sort of positions Sua better than in previous comebacks because I feel like they've been struggling with her presentation and how they want her to, what what her role in the group is going to be. Because, mm. I don't know, so, some of the earlier raps were a little rough, um, <laughs> in my opinion. But, uh, you know, I still like her, and you know that that uh, sibling performance that she did was really cute. But yeah, I feel like they've just struggled a little bit with uh, what they want her to be in the group. But I don't know. Uh, the real story here for me is a the short film that they put out, as they have been consistently. They oh, they make favorite. like eleven minute short films uh, before the before the release. And then the album, truly the album, or the mini, uh, there are four songs on here that I really, really, really mess with. And uh, they are, you know, you keep calling them pretentious, and sure. They you know, they, they put Tao Te Ching in a, a, a video about uh, with, that references, like, early film and uses adjusted frame rates to, you know, signify different, you know, as a sim- symbolic tool, so sure you could you could say that they're kind of pretentious, but um, it comes through in a pretty compelling way, and I kind of like their lore. It's compelling enough that I I was interested enough to actually read a little bit, and uh, I have their liner notes pulled up, and uh, there's some good stuff in there. Uh, there, there there's the second track on the album, which I'm still shocked that you didn't like as much as I thought you would, uh, Brave, a song from Matilda, is amazing. And in the liner notes, they say that, that Matilda in the title is an explicit reference to the Roald Dahl children's book, Matilda. You know Roald Dahl, right? Yeah. Certainly do. Yeah. Writer of the twits. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I do like so one of the things with with Billy is like uh I'm you know I'm not an authoritative source but my my very uh limited understanding is I feel like they are using a fictional character as like a lost member of the group named Billy Love and she's supposed to be in my mind it feels like maybe a friend of theirs that they had as children in the story of this uh that they lost and then it's sort of uh not a murder mystery but like trying to figure out how they lost her and uh it does connect with some interesting sort of themes of like they they make it explicit that some of their references are trying to say that um their story is sort of about trying to grow up in a world in which uh they feel like the adults around them and the the grown-ups are fundamentally sort of dishonest about their experience and it makes it more difficult and trying to bring reality back into it and uh i think there's some resonance to that for me and i kind of see a little bit of the connections in actual music and uh visual art and yeah these songs <laughs> crucially you know I, i totally understand nobody being at all interested in the lore but listen to the album the opening track my b i love it the lyrics are fantastic uh it's got some monotree production on it yun jung sung and uh it opens with like a great synth that sort of reminds me of early james blake and i feel like that's been missing in a in a big way even from james blake's contemporary music um so i was very happy to hear that it's just kind of like a crazy and fun song then yeah the second one matilda that i already brought up uh it's got like a talk box in it it's groovy fantastic vocals i feel like this album has the best showcase of billy vocals yet across it um then third track is ring my bell or ring my bell more precisely four is a uh, sun palace which is the opposite side to uh, moon palace from the previous mini which was amazing and i think they work well together and they uh have a sort of yeah harmonic theme to them that is really good and then the fifth one is wild mcguffins uh with a little tilde who's the joker uh that one has ryan john and a tim grin on it uh and it's really uh interesting production that one has insane vocals on it even in the liner notes they say this is a dance pop it, it, it it's roughly tra- translated so forgive me but it says this is a dance pop with the most complicated vocals and chorus line among billy's tracks that have been released combining latin trap and chicano hip hop chicano so uh they they're going deep but that song has grown on me. That song really does have something interesting happening in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, great vocals. And then the last one is sort of it's the only B-side that I didn't add just because it's you know, just one of those chill sort of fan song energies. But uh overall really strong. Four really good tracks is amazing for a mini for me. That's pretty rare. So mm-hmm. I really liked it. I think Billy has a compelling direction and uh a lore that is, you know, 
overreaching enough to allow people to fall into it if they want to, but also sort of dynamic enough to, I think, be able to be ported onto a big variety of concepts or songs. So I think that will work well going into the future. I think they have a solid sort of emotional core that they can wrap around just about anything that they're excited about making. So I really believe in Billy. I like him. Also, they did a, a couple stages for the Matilda song. So if you didn't like this one, but you still want to see something visual, they put out a choreo practice and then a couple stages for that. So mm-hmm. pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> you I listened don't... to the album, right? Do you I have did. any thoughts on those songs? I didn't like any of them. <laughs> you didn't like a single didn't one? didn't like any of them. <laughs> Just not Oh, working. my... Yeah, let me, well, that hurts a little bit. Let me just read out these song titles, okay? Because you're giving them way too much credit for these song titles, right? You're like, oh, my B and Brave. And it's not that, because it's my B, capitalized, equals the birth, randomly capital B, uh, of emotion. Everything else is lowercase. Um, second one is um, B, apostrophe, rave, squiggly hyphen, a song for Matilda. Um, then we got Ring! Marbell, uh, brackets, what a font, wonderful world, close brackets. Then we've got dollar sign, UN Palace, uh, brackets, Strew Perfect, close brackets. Then we have MacGuffins, squiggly hyphen, who's the Joker. Uh, and then we've got B at sign CK to where, to the number two, where we belong capitalized. Don't know why. What hey, the I mean, fuck what... is that? Don't pretend this is, that no one can ever say this group is not pretentious. That's their whole thing is being pretentious as fuck and yet like it's okay being pretentious as fuck if you're gonna back it up with like insane levels of music nerdery like they were on their other songs but this is like the most basic title song you could imagine but isn't that sort of a provocation to have such a basic uh guns and roses title song and then have these very interesting b-sides i'm not gonna stand here and let you call this guns and roses because it just ain't (laughs) It's not Guns N' Roses in the slightest bit. It's not even close. I mean, I don't have any reverence for Guns N' Roses, so that's not really much of a... Ian um, agrees it's not Guns N' Roses. <laughs> it's nowhere near Guns N' Roses. Not what, even remotely closest, close. Ro- what's the closest rock reference point? I mean, sure, it won't be any of them it's exactly. It's boring pop because... rock, as, as Ian says. It's like... Oh, what would be the closest thing? Maybe like... I mean, what would it be? Because it's not even Avril level, uh, to be honest. It's like, it's this is like, what would this be? Like Daughtry, maybe? I don't know. Some like really dull mainstream pop rock is what this is. I mean, they're giving it more than like the um, Korean pop rock scene do usually. That's like not even rock. Like there's no guitars a lot of the time. But this is like very transparent to me. <laughs> that this is this is just like look alright pop punk's like popular we're gonna just make a random little rock song for now we're never gonna come back to this ever but uh it's yeah not doing it <laughs> and also like if you're gonna go rock why is the rest of your EP not rock in the slightest bit it's like so obvious this is just like we're jumping on the trend and that's the only time we're gonna do it is it is it even like a is this type of rock even a trend? I mean, sure, like Dreamcatcher style of stuff is sort of trend. Rock is the trend? I don't even think Dreamcatcher is the trend. The trend is like 
sellout pop rock, pop punk, pop punk rock. You know, that's all it really is. You know. I guess maybe. Yeah. The, the, but I don't the know. trend I, I, is it, copy Olivia Rodrigo, who's copying Paramore, who's copying whatever else. <laughs> that's that's the trend, but everyone's sure, but interpreting this, this, it slightly differently in K music. It does feel like it's not uh, trying to emulate that. It feels like it's almost trying to just be this. I don't know. I'm not articulate about about that. But anyway, you know, the title isn't my favorite anyway, so I, I shouldn't try and die on that hill anyway. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, with regards to you being uh, mad about the capitalization of bees and such, you know, they're obsessed with the number 11. It's part of the lore, 11 years since something happened. <laughs> and then... And then, and then, part of their liner notes, they have this beautiful little page with these little tarot card-looking drawings, and then each member gets assigned a bee. <clears throat> First song is called "My Bee," remember? And Shiyun's bee is "Beast," and it has a poem, a little poem for each. Well, maybe a poem. Every day she but shocks. Shiyun says, "I'm a monster and a beast. Whatever you call me, I don't care." Even if you feel threatened by me, who cares? I just show myself the way I want to look. Be careful, I'm never easy. Soyeon is birdcage. B for birdcage. I'm a birdcage, birdcage. Even though you try to break my world, I won't change whatever you're concealing. Give in to me or leave, because I'll tame you. Tsuki, the internet's favorite uh, member, is B for blossom. I'm a flower, loveliness in the spring sunshine, but be careful. I'm not a trophy that blossomed only for you. Don't be so relaxed, because otherwise I'll fly away with a different look. A different look. You know, that's what Tsuki was prized on for that 10 mil fan cam was in Ginga Minga Yo when uh, she was, you know, K-pop fans being obsessed with uh, duality. <laughs> and Tsuki checked all those boxes. That fan cam was crazy. It, it it still is almost an eerie experience to go back and watch. She, she did kind of feel it. Um, and then Shun, uh, formerly Suyun from Girls Planet 999, the more recently added member. Her B is Bubble. My name is Bubble. Fluffy, foaming bubbles. I hate being taken lightly. I'm not disappointed by refusal. I can just blow my bubbles again to rise any time. Haram is B for beads. My name is Bijou. I'm glittering. Don't think I can't shine without you. Even if you don't recognize me, I can't help it. Slowly, carefully, without hesitation, I'm the one to pick you who will look good with me. Moonsua is B for bishop, and there's a little chess bishop. You know, don't get it confused. She's not part of the liturgy. Uh, my name is Bishop. Even if I have many options ahead of me, I always don't walk straight. My eyes go to the blind spots all the time because only the path that others don't and can't take is where I start. And then Haruna's balloon. I'm a balloon. My name is Balloon. Don't grow your dream looking at me as you like. I love you. Congratulations. Don't make your dream engraved in me. I'll leave you to find my path. I won't be swayed by you anymore. So each of them has a beat. So... I need my, my, my beat. You know, that that song goes. I really do love the chorus uh, lyrics in the first track. 
But uh, yeah, I, I get your position. It's just about. I want to what pose I a question, right? Um, why do groups have put so much into their law and so little into their music? That's what I want to know. Like, why do we not have a good title track before we have this fucking like high school English bullshit fucking idea? I really think you have allowed the title track to poison your conception of the rest of the mini because maybe I have. Say, but why are you putting your worst foot forward? And like the rest of it, nothing jumped out other than bad stuff. So what's the point? I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not going to defend that choice that much, but I'm going to hope that something in the future sort of makes it fall into place and makes sense. They do have a sort of interesting approach. Um, and it, but just about everything they do, I find something really well done in it. I mean, even their cover of the Papping Sue is amazing. That song is great. Uh, did you hear that one? I think so. I don't remember it very well, but I'm pretty sure I watched it. Pretty solid. Oh, yeah, and the video is great. It's like a series of uh, remakes of old uh, Korean ads, evidently, but the aesthetic is amazing, I thought. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah... Uh, for you to say that they don't put any effort into the music, that's just so, so, so wrong. I mean, if you listen to these B sides, well, they're they, clearly. What I want to know is ambitious. why they're putting more effort into writing all this bullshit than like good songs. Okay, clearly, <laughs> clearly they're putting way too much effort into writing this pointless bollocks law, and like they're putting out this most boring of title tracks. I don't understand. You may be. Why? Overestimating how much work it takes to write out these uh, B poems, but <laughs> maybe maybe it does. But either way, it's still shit. So why don't we save our save our brains for the bits that matter? You know, I just okay. Well, I can't agree listening? with anything about law. Law is like the worst thing that ever happened to K-pop. Well, they're fucking they musicians, they don't need law. They just need to sing and dance and be great at that. They don't need this fucking stupid fucking bullshit. It's just a waste of time. All of it. I don't want law. Like Ian was saying earlier, and he's right, it was fun when it was like stupid like EXO and BAP law, because they were just so absurd and ridiculous that you couldn't help but laugh. But now they're trying to make everything so deep, and it all comes off as like... I'm 14 and this is deep and it's not doing it you know well you know maybe think about it like when you're 14 and this is deep is there much that is deeper than that feeling <laughs> is there much that's deeper than getting to feel like you're smarter because your group put stupid fucking song titles out <laughs> okay. I feel like that's all that this is for when they put these stupid song titles out. It's like just so that their fans can feel like they're smarter than the rest. No, but and I it's, I it's frustrating me that I have to say this because when they were putting out like Moon Palace and uh, and Eleven and all that stuff, that was great. And then they just came back with this and killed my love for them. I was really enjoying them up to that point. I even liked Ring Ring X Ring or whatever the fuck it was called. And like, yes, sir. The um their their Christmas song was really great too, and yes, it was all going well. And then they put this out, and it's like ruined everything for me. <laughs> okay, well, let's hope that they can win you back. Uh, they are billed as a uh, storytelling 
girl group. So uh, I'm, I'm going to let them cook on that and uh, just hope that, you know, I don't have any complaints about these B-sides. So I hope they continue with that direction of, you know, incorporating interesting production, some jazzy choices, really good uh, and difficult vocal ad libs, and uh, surprisingly, you know, impactful lyrics sometimes in my opinion but you know i'm i'm someone that thinks that i chill and got you has uh some of the most profound lyrics i've heard in a decade so <laughs> take my words with a, a grain of salt yeah, yeah but yeah so I, I have i have i've really fulfilled on my promise to filibuster on billy so i will try and get out of the way for some of these other songs uh True. i'm excited about some of these and i'm glad that alex is doing the chew one as well because that that made me discover the original song, which is great. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, last shout out I'll do is, uh, you know, I brought CSR pop on a couple of weeks ago and I just recently, uh, tried to sing that one <laughs> <laughs> in its original key. And it made me, uh, it made me develop even more respect for that song. That song is so <laughs> difficult and, cool rhythmically and harmonically uh and i developed a conviction that you know they have never done a live performance that's fully live but Mm -hmm. my new contention is that you know one of the greatest challenges for any group of about 12 people to do in this life would be to do a fully live rendition of pop by csr without messing something up in a big way so if it makes you feel any better about your own attempt they didn't hit those notes in the recording booth either (laughs) So don't worry. Yeah, I mean, uh, watching some of their live stages and trying to imagine them actually singing during the dance and doing it. I mean, I know they aren't, but or aren't fully. But imagining them do all doing all of the vocal parts live with the dance, it does seem like almost uh, an unachievable feat. But uh, it, it's an amazing song, and. Uh, I'm still bumping it and all of those B-sides. So love all these groups. Mm-hmm. All right, Diggy. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Enjoy your Bye. village out of the on, on live room. <laughs> I need my, my, my beat. Bye-bye by me. <laughs> oh, see you later then, Swither. Oh, wow. What an exit. Okay. Alex, I uh, I hope you're ready. I'm bringing you in. Hello, Alex. Yep. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> After that Hello. village, how are you feeling? Um. Yeah, I'm okay. Did you enjoy uh, Billy's song? Uh, Billy's okay. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. The the names of their songs are kind of too much yeah i agree and, uh, <laughs> yeah <sighs> way too much but um we're on to someone with quite a simple song title next yeah and that is a uh, key and with gasoline and we'll get straight into that
Okay, we've just put some gasoline on that fire. How are we feeling? <laughs> Man, I'm seeing Key's not even going to get the key to the city here. Oh, no! <laughs> all these segues, all these puns. Come on. Um, yeah, but um, I mean, I, I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I, heard, I first heard this actually like um, I was uh, watching the SM Town performance like it, he played it before the song actually came out and um yeah i was just kind of doing stuff in the background and like i heard that intro with the horns mm. and it was yeah just really got into it um like the verses and the the chorus um music video looks great mm-hmm. and i mean I'd, I'd probably say the the like that bridge I think bridge or pre-chorus part where it slows down kind of kind of throws it off a little but mm. uh, yeah I like it I think I pretty much agree with everything you said because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm a lot more positive on this song than most people here are because I think like that horn motif he's got going on through the whole song that's really strong gives you this really good like 
momentum and it feels kind of triumphant and then he's dressed in like all gold like if you wanted to rub in that it's all triumphant that's how you do it and like mm. I think it's strong I, I think most of this song is really good it's just that that bridge comes right the hell out of nowhere and I don't know why it's there because it there's not even like a lot of the time like we know SM does this with their bridges right they do they put these like really non like these bridges that don't fit the song but they sound good because they're like an R&B bridge and it's like where their vocalists can show that they can sing in this like mm -hmm. there's usually a transition into those in most songs or like everything drops out and then it becomes that whereas in this it just like happened <laughs> it's like, yeah. why are we here <laughs> it was this really weird moment where I was like did we just transition to another song it got really weird but I think the rest of it is really well done like I think I don't usually notice music videos, but I really liked a lot of this music video. I thought it was really well done. Like, there's some some second gen level ridiculous outfits, which I'm always here for. Uh, there's this skeleton suit, like wow, this epic cage. There's this part where they like CGI merge in the dancers with like black mist. With when he moves his hands either side, that's really cool. I really like that. I think the dance looks like it's energetic. That's pretty cool. I like most of this. It's just like when he tries to rap, it's not that good, and that bridge is really weird. But I think I like everything else. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm considering yeah, a playlist. That. That. It might happen. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, it's he'd, just a. Uh, yeah, he'd um he'd probably get free to go for me. I think at the moment, but it's looking pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is like a just a like good song to get hyped to. I think. Mm. I, what is this massive like blind monk head <laughs> in this set? By the uh, way, yeah. mm. I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if they're just trying to do Astro World again, like a lot of MVs like to now. But it's mm. uh... yeah. I mean, he's. I think he said like it. This isn't part of the Kwangya universe. Thank God. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. We've had plenty of Kwangya by now, I think. I think they've made most of SM do that now, so thank God he's not having to do it. But wow, these outfits, man. These are incredible outfits. Look at this. Yeah, really, this, like, really great. Yeah. blue, frosty outfit. Wow. I, I th we need more effort like this into our styling. This is like epic. <laughs> I think some of these outfits are so fucking like ridiculous and cool. <laughs> As one where he looks like um oh god, what is that character's name? That's like Thor's sister or something. He looks like her from Ragnarok, I think. But uh, yeah, that crazy yeah. headpiece, very cool. Loving it. Um, well done, Key. Maybe you would get Key to the City for me, actually. I don't know. The more I talk about it, the more I realize I like most of it. So it's... Oh man, this shot with the CGI fog and like, wow. It's very well done. Hella, that's the name. He looks like Hella in one of these. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm quite impressed. Because I, I don't usually care that much for Key's solo stuff. Like, he has one song that I really, really like. Uh, called Honest from one of his previous releases, but most of his solo stuff I don't tend to like, but maybe that's gonna change now. Who knows? You did, he had like a good streak, like he did, he collabed with like Soyeon from G-Idol, mm. Crush, and oh, yeah, I So You. That. He had like, yeah, that was, 
Yeah, oh, like four years ago. That, um, that music video where he was like in a train carriage or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot think of people liked those, but they didn't yeah. quite hit for me, which is surprising because I really mm. like Crush. So you would have thought I'd have, I'd have adored his song with Crush, but didn't quite happen. But Gasoline, for some reason, I'm really into. <laughs> <laughs> so well done, Key. Uh, yeah. The audience don't agree. They want to give him a night in the cells. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> other than that, they're tied between Key to the City, which was Alex, and Short Sentence. So, eh, inconclusive from the audience, but they don't seem to like it too much. But I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. I think it's cool. And um, we can move on to your other pick now, which is a very different kind of song. Yeah, so this is a Chew from Luna and a song called One and a Half. Let's go.
Okay, Alex, how are you feeling about Chew? Um, man, so this is actually the first time I saw the video. Um, but, yeah, and I listened to it a few times this week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's pleasant and cute. Uh, I didn't know it was a, a cover. Um, hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do like it. There's a... I like that part where, like, the melody or her voice kind of goes flat. I don't know how to describe yeah, it. The bit where but... it goes, yeah, it's like the first verse or something, right? Where, like, it ends on a slightly weird note each time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that grabbed um, my I, ear, I, definitely, because I, like I was like, that doesn't, that's mm -hmm. not supposed to happen, because, like, this song is, like, I think um, T and Ian noticed in the chat that there's a lot of auto-tune going on with her voice in this song. Like, she's, like, on a grid, her voice. There's no room for it to go off at any point. So I don't... It's kind of... It really caught me by surprise that those parts were like that. Because I assumed it, they would auto-tune it to the, to the note that they want it to be, which I would have assumed would be, like, one semitone lower than it was. So that was... Yeah, strange feeling. <laughs> that part yeah. of the song. Uh, but yeah, I I um I think I'm kind of in agreement with Ian and T here that I just I don't find the melody that interesting, and I don't think that like the backing track has that much interest. Just like it's just like a acoustic guitar and her auto tuned voice, which I don't particularly enjoy that much. So mm -hmm. for me, this is a bit of a miss. But uh, I think a lot of people will probably like this because it's just a cute song with a cute girl with a cute melody. And whatever else, but it's yeah, a bit of a rough listen for me. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, maybe they should have thrown some of that harmonica. Yeah, your, need electric harmonica in here. That would have made this much <laughs> yeah. better. Oh, this part that's on stream as I talk as well, where there's like there's like um they've drawn on like raindrops and they're like uh, animating them a little bit. She looks so uncomfortable doing her little like weird chicken dance with it. <laughs> I don't know what's happening there. But it's uh, it's quite a laugh. <laughs> yeah, because most of it, she's like doing the perfect idle, happy faces and hearts and all this stuff, and then that bit, she just looks like she's not had any direction. She's like, right, let's get this done and get home. <laughs> it mm. kind of makes me laugh that bit, but eh, it's a cute video. It's true, you know what you're getting, you know. Yeah, so I mean, I don't really f like. I'm not like a super big fan of luna but mm. so like she has like so chu has like her own solo career or something uh well technically a lot or of like, the luna people did because they all started off solo and then became a group but uh i guess it's a shame for me because i remember chu's solo song which i think had quite a lot more power in it than uh than this but this kind of song doesn't require power, so I know why it doesn't have any power in it. It just, I, th I think when I hear these cut types of songs and it's like this, um, like acoustic backing and like super auto tuned vocals, it's like it's, it feels really low effort to me because they haven't bothered getting like better takes from her to make sure they don't have to auto tune it, and they haven't like taken any care to make sure different bits sound natural or different. Like it's just on a grid, so it feels a bit, a bit kind of like. They just had to get something out, if that makes sense. Hmm. But um, yeah, her. Yeah. What was her? Was it Heart Attack? Her solo, I think, was her 
Yeah, like her introductory song for Luna. That was worth a listen. I'd give that a go, definitely, if you like her voice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've listened to all of them. I just haven't been able to learn everyone's names. Oh, I'm with you. Don't worry. It's it's taken me so long to get anywhere near learning all their names. There's just too many girls. (laughs) Yeah. It once I think I've realized once a group goes above like eight or nine members, I'm checked out. I can't I can't even try at that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh Yeah, I mean yeah. It? it's yeah. it's uh, yeah, as um as Swither was saying, uh Chew didn't come on Luna's tour and there's been a lot of speculation and internal company problems. Did they ever resolve that? Because she was taking them to court, I think, at one point. Hmm. I had not sure. Mm. Yeah, I, I know about the problems but yeah i wasn't sure if it was resolved yeah we we need our um our lunar uh experts in the chat to let us know because i know that's the last i heard of it was that she was taking them to court and now this is out so i assume something's been sorted or this is like outside of the company i don't know it's a bit strange to me mm-hmm. was she involved yeah. in their um because they put out um oh no that was a subunit wasn't it sick love Maybe maybe she's not in that. I don't know. I'm so I have no clue with most of the Luna stuff. I just listen to the songs and I like them or I don't. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, I'd yeah, be I interested think, yeah. to know how things are going with Chu. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's not in a light circle. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I I just was curious because I know they just put something out and now she's put something out, so it seems a bit strange. But yeah, I guess we'll find out in due course what's going on with Chu. <laughs> yeah. I think plenty of us are interested to see and I'm sure that most of the lunar experts will fill us in once they hear this but <laughs> for now we don't know what's happening with you <laughs> apart from that she's putting this out so there you go um, chat agrees with you on this one so well done they're giving it the key to the city uh, it's <laughs> yeah two votes key to the city one vote each for night in the cells and short sentence I think I'd give it a short sentence just because I really don't like this super auto-tune feel but uh, there's nothing functionally wrong with the song I just don't really like it <laughs> but uh, Swither and you are both giving it key to the city so she gets key to the city unlike Key, so unfair his yeah. name's Key just just give <laughs> it, you know, come on <laughs> it's not fair But um, it even has, a, it's supposed to have his face on it too <laughs> yeah. right? it is supposed to have his face on it that's supposed to be the, uh, the, the um, emote once we get emotes Key's yeah. face in a key. Get ready for that if I ever get emotes. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, well done, Chew. It's auto playing someone else. That's weird. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, um, thank you, Alex. That was uh, yeah. Thanks, Diggy. Couple of fun songs. I'm probably gonna add that key song to my playlist. So get ready for some gasoline. <laughs> Loving that. <laughs> but yep. uh, but thanks, buddy. I'll I'll shift you on out now, and we'll get to Ian if he's ready. Alright, bye. Thanks, buddy. Okay, Ian, are you ready? Let's see. Is he eating? Is he ready? Let's find out. Hi, Ian. Hello, Diggy. Oh, I should turn on Push to Talk. I'm still <laughs> on non Push to Talk from D&D. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, D&D was excellent this week, by the way, folks. Ian here. Great DM. I, I appreciate that, Diggy. No, it was very session um, the most emotional session of Dungeons and Dragons I've ever had <laughs> so that yeah. was good no I mean we're building on stuff so no it was a great time 
I'm mm. glad that y'all put up with it for um, like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long one, but it was a good one. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I've been busy this weekend, which is like rare for me. Mm. Um, so I've done hardly any actual schoolwork, but you know, that's okay. We're, <laughs> we're going to get through it. Um, It'll so. get done. It'll yeah. get done in a flash, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, had to do it. <laughs> throwing me right into the transition. Okay. Um, so um, I'll go with that one first then. Um, the first <laughs> song I was going to bring today um, was uh, Flash by Rocket Punch. I know traditionally one of your favorite girl groups, but uh, yep. I don't know what you think of this song, actually. So. The only girl group whose albums I collect, Rocket Punch. Let's get it in there. Let's let's get Flash on.
Whitey. Rocket Punch's Flash. How you, how did you find it, Ian? Um, you know, I gave it key to the city. I like this song, but I have some very big qualms with this song at the same time. So mm -hmm. it's not a very comfortable I like this. Um, <laughs> so mixed feelings, but I do enjoy it, mm -hmm. I think. Okay. What are your problems with the song? The chorus. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it goes both ways with the chorus. It's catchy, and the rhythms are interesting, and even the melody, for what it is, works really well. But man, the tone that they're singing in, and the way their voices sound, is horrid. <laughs> I would By the chorus, we're talking about the flash part, right? Rather than the light signal action bit. Yes, uh, okay. the, the part at the beginning, yeah. um, where they're like singing, singing, um, but it, they're... The timbre and the tone is just so odd. It's like it's in falsetto, but it's not in falsetto. And it just really bothers me. Um, mm. It's kind of a, it's a similar sound, actually, to what really bothers me about some of the songs on the Jay Juan album. <laughs> and it's, it's an awkward range for their voices, I think. And it just yeah. makes them sound bad. Um, and it makes them sound kind of sour. If that makes sense. I, there's not a great way to describe timbre musically. They sound um, uncomfortable, basically. The, it's yeah. a range that's a little bit too high for them really to be singing as as like hard as they are if that makes sense yeah and then the worst bit of it is at the end of that part where it goes actually into falsetto and it's that part hurts a little bit like not awful but like it's uncomfortable hmm. um and it's just disappointing that yeah. it sounds the way that it does because otherwise I like the song at Eason Pit and I like what they were going for in the chorus it just it just sounds wrong hmm. at the same time so which is why I have such like I like it but I have such a mixed feeling on it yeah I think I agree with you completely um, I think the song in general is pretty strong pretty well done mostly because it sounds like an Eyes One song <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But I think, yeah, I don't... Obviously, I don't like the flash part because it's basically an attempt at an anti-drop and I yeah. fucking hate those. But uh, <laughs> outside of that part, I think it's really good. I think, like, the verses have a lot going for them. There's some cool instrumentation happening behind them. Mm -hmm. I really like the little descending synth, like, tones yeah, happening. I, agree. I really like how the bass kicks in and kicks back out again in the verses. It's really cool. I love Suyun's voice, so whenever she's singing, I'm smiling. I think um, Jury's part where she does the light signal action really fits. Like, she sounds great doing that line. I think I like her on that line a lot more than I like Sohi on it. But I don't think there's much else wrong with the song. I think even the flash part works when Suyun's singing it, because that's a range that she's comfortable in. But it's not so much the case for um, when, like, Yoni's doing it. I don't think she's as comfortable there, but uh, as yeah. the names for Golden Child meant nothing to you, Dickie Thurman's names mean absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so let me tell you who looks like what. So Suyun has the bluey hair. Uh, <laughs> Yoni is blonde okay. in this. She's like the center. <laughs> Jury has like brunette hair, like reddish brunette hair. 
Okay. She does the first light signal action. That's who I'm talking about. <laughs> but okay. yeah, I um I think it's reasonably strong song, but I don't really know why this is a rocket punch release. If that makes sense. That's what I was gonna say. Um, this is like a very big departure from what rocket punch tend to be doing. Yeah. So, yeah. but I suppose they've already done that before. So I I mean that doesn't really it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. Like they started off with like bim bam boom was like this kind of elegant EDM type song and then Bouncy was Bubble Junk which I'm waiting for a return of <laughs> and then we've been I'm like okay 80s basically back, yeah. ever since then aside from like Juicy was just like my least favourite of their songs uh, <laughs> it was just this like yeah milk toast kind of cutesy song and then ever since then it's been 80s and now we're doing Eyes One it just seems, I guess maybe they're not getting the success that they want, but if you keep changing what you do, you're going to lose fans. So I don't know. But I think they were, honestly, they were doing pretty well, though, really. I, yeah. I, like, the, the number of streams they have on their songs and views they get is pretty. Yeah, it's, it's not bad, considering that they're like, I know Woolim is not like the tiny agency, but it's not the biggest. No, but their their stuff isn't actually that far off from what Goldshot gets, and Goldshot isn't a small group either, right? Mm. It's not like they're hitting, like, you know, the ridiculous groups do, but... Um, yeah, they feel it, like they're in kind of a similar place to where, like, WJSM were a few years ago, popularity-wise. That that makes sense. I, that, I get that comparison. Um, but yeah, that's also another thing about this song that's like, you know how much I like, I think everyone knows how much I like 80s. And Chiquita is a home run song almost for me. Um, like it was the top three, I think, if I remember my top ten list correctly from the first half of the year. So like, I never like I liked the, I like the Eyes One sound, but I don't like it nearly as much as the '80s. So that combined with the weird bits of this song make me like a bit disappointed in it, even if it's not like bad. Hmm. Um, and I mean, I don't share the same um, opinions as you about the bubble junk rocket punch because I was never. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made me a fan, goddammit. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm not surprised that you like them. So. Um, so, like, I think the B sides on this album are more what I want from Rocket Punch, even though they don't have the production value. So, you know, the B sides kind of classically so. Mm. Um, but I think the two B sides I enjoy more partially because there isn't that weird chorus bit yeah. and I like the sound more because they're not like I mean the Moon Prism is more 80s the, the second one on the album and I think mm. that's the one I like more um, but both of them sound more like what I would want from Rocket Punch than this particular song yeah I think so. I'm with you on that again I think I, th I think I like Beep Beep the most of all three but um, that makes sense because that's closer to the kind of bubble junkie type of Rocket Punch that I really really like but um they're all strong. Like, it's a very strong single album. I think all of the songs are good. It's just varying degrees of good, depending on what you yeah, like, basically. I <laughs> but I, I don't think it's a bad comeback at all. I'm still waiting for my copy in the post. It's uh, <laughs> um, it's just not very rocket punchy. And I, no, th I think I this song in particular doesn't really give them much to kind of show off their personality with, which is what I liked about a lot of their other songs that like each part would be like so perfect for that person to sing whereas this doesn't really feel like that so much apart from jury's light signal action bit yeah this one it's just kind of pretty flat throughout it has the 
it it has elements of why I complain a lot a lot of girl group releases is that they all kind of sound the same um, yeah. throughout the song and I know they don't because like on a song like Chiquita and some of their other stuff their voices sound different mm. um, so I think that's another thing that's a bit of a shame about this one is that that's something interesting about them is that they do have some varied sounding voices in the group and that they all kind of just have you know, excluding the parts that are a bit different sounding in this song, mm. but it's also not just that their voices are making those differences. It's that, like, you know, that there's a a style difference or like a, a the the part is written differently, so it's not as clear as like, oh, they're singing here and then they're singing here, and you can hear the differences and how they suit that particular part of the song well, um, versus it being more of a stylistic thing. Mm. Um, so. Again, I'm complaining a lot. I do like this song. Yeah, we're both in the same place here, don't <laughs> so, worry. Um, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the B-sides, though, and I'm going to put the whole album on my playlist. I, can, I keep forgetting, too. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, and in all honesty, I haven't listened to this song as much as I probably will in the coming weeks because um, I forgot to put it on my playlist because <laughs> I was being lazy. Um, and... I've also been looping one of the Jaquan B-sides and the Choni album a lot, so that's kind of where my, my music has been. Um, but I'll need to move on from that at some point before I drive mm. crazy. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't listened to it probably as much as I should either, because uh, I had that one weird day where like we were in the listen together and just everything that came up was good, so there's like 10-ish songs above it in the playlist now, <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I never seem to get past them all to get to Rocket Punch. <laughs> But uh, that is fair. It's a solid album. It just, you know, it's not. It's not. Exactly yeah, solid, but not a not a home run either. I would yeah, say. No. yeah. Seven out of ten. Eight out of ten. Maybe like something like that. Yeah, seven seven out of ten. I'd I'd give it. Um, the title I'd give more like a six, but still good <laughs> enough for the time being. And maybe it'll grow on me, and I end up really liking it because I hated it on the first lesson. So because um, <laughs> the course really did me in on the first lesson yeah I think um, those kind of things do start hurting less as you watch it or listen to it more because mm -hmm. I had the same thing with that Oasis song <laughs> that was really bothering me for a while and now I listen to it I'm like god this bangs I, I don't I don't share your opinion on that song but that's no okay. you don't but you, <laughs> you could end up being like god this bangs when you listen to this now you know yeah it's very yeah, like no, no no I I yeah that's that happens a lot for me. There's a lot of songs that I'm just like, oh, that's not great, and then I end up like really loving the song. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's not like it's like uh, a song that somehow made into my top ten that still mystifies me. That the very very release from the beginning of the year, oh, I <laughs> didn't like that song in the first listen and ended up being in my top ten. Yeah, I think I part of it, that. and it might help this song too when it happens, is when I detached it from being a very, very song. So if I detach this somewhat from being Rocket Punch, I think I would like it more. Yeah, that's the trouble, because <laughs> like I'm of... like quite a big fan of them, it's hard for me to do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if that's I could true. do that, is... I'd probably like it more, but Suyun's voice to me is Rocket Punch, so when I hear her voice, I'm like, yeah. damn, this is a Rocket Punch song? Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, eat pancakes anyway, that's what they say. Eat pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird point in this music video. They're just yeah. standing in front of a sign that just says "Eat pancakes." For half of it. <laughs> Subliminal. That's Lula music videos for you. Yeah, they make. They're not usually very good. <laughs> True. Although this one actually much better than most of Goldchild's music videos. So you know, uh, 
So I, that's something. I will argue Bouncy had a great music video, but ever since then, I don't know. If yeah, but that was a while ago. ago. So like, that was a very long while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, Willem has not been doing great on the music video department here. Um, this one is seems like a uh, low budget ice one video again. Like, <laughs> so you know, but it's it's better than most music videos we see. But that's not saying. Yeah, so, I, mean, I don't you know. care if it's low about low budget because it at yeah. least looks good. Like it's HD, super yeah. HD. Yeah, no, it, it's it, so it looks clear. pretty decent. And I they don't really cut hate often. these. I really, really it's... hate these glasses that they've got on though. Good God, stop that! <laughs> Stupid glasses, <laughs> especially the ones that Dahyun's got on. Who's the really young member? They just look ridiculous. <laughs> but that I mean, is I the trend. Like yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, overall decent verdict on the song. I mean, everyone seemed to like it. So, um, yep. Every, everybody I gave it key to the city. It. So, well yeah. done, Rocket Punch. Even if you're yeah. losing what made you, you, you're getting key to the city anyway. So, well done, Rocket Punch. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, hopefully, they come back with something more like the B side. Yeah, that would be nice. I want some more bubble junk from them, but I know that's never going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I live in hope. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I hope that very, very goes back to doing. It's just it, things don't happen the way we want them to sometimes. We dream the impossible dream, you know. Yeah, yeah, or for like Sweet Tune to start actually making music for people again, but Phil <laughs> <laughs> Kimbo come back, that ain't happening. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I'm I mean, still waiting for that. Sweet produced a really low budget boy group song this year that's okay. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. That was alright. <laughs> And it's only okay because of the Sweet Tune chorus. <laughs> the rest of the song is kind of like, oh, this is so low budget. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway. So. But yeah. Um, I think we've rambled about my favorite group for long enough. Yes. Uh, yes, I think we have. So I'll, I'll um, close the poll. It's 100% votes for Key to the City. So pretty pretty well done. Very nice. Just yep. be eyes one. Uh-huh. You'll get Key to the City too. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you do Secret Story of the Swan, or one of... I mean, you'll still get Key to the City from me if you do Secret Story of the Swan. (laughs) I really liked that song. (laughs) I know I'm the Uh, only one, but I like that song. (laughs) Fair fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) So we're moving from Swan, Swan, Swan to some strapping young men. Yeah, I'm a bit of a turn. Genre-wise, they're different, but they're not as far apart as I would normally expect Rocket Punch in this group to be, um, or at least this song to be. Mm. Um, wait, the song is a number, is its title, so I need to look so I remember what it is. <laughs> um, give me one second. I'll get there eventually. Um, okay, it's CIX, a group that I have really liked at periods of times and really disliked at other periods of times. Mm-hmm. Um so we can get into that later. Um, but it's 458, which is not a good song title, y'all. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to remember that? But anyway, we're going to listen to it now. CIX 458. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Don't want to make a lonely place. Cup of your own 
Okay, <laughs> so that was CIX's 458. Uh, how are you feeling? <laughs> oh, your face sticky during that. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a lot of different faces during that. Here's the thing that is interesting with this song. I think I might like it if almost sang this song. Oh, sorry, like, you cut out there. Um, I was saying, I think I might like it if any other group had it, <laughs> which is unfortunate, but it is how I feel about this song. <laughs> so I, uh, I feel a lot of things about this song, and not many of them are great. Um, this song, the backing track, I actually don't hate, and I don't hate the melodies in it. I, I actually kind of like some of them, and I like some of the sounds in this song as well. There are bad, you know, fourth gen boy group sounds in the backing track that are somewhat inevitable, unfortunately, nowadays. Um, but I think it could work. Hmm. But man, this song is awful at the same time. Like, I was kind of on the fence about it for like listening through the whole song because if you just listen to the chorus once it actually sounds okay but then you listen to the whole song and it never gets out of that awful falsetto airy upper range that they're in this entire song and it oh it's way too much it mm -hmm. just is overwhelmingly up there and which is why I said I think if another group had it I might like this song because that's a general problem with a lot of CIX songs 
is that they end up being way too airy and up there um, because that's what they all sound like. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I haven't really enjoyed some CIX songs. Like, you know, I liked the last song they put out. I think Wave was the last one they did. Um, and it's not unlike this sound. I like the song Jungle they put out, which is lives in a very similar, actually. It's probably the most similar one they've done to this but isn't nearly as up there the, the, in the falsetto and, you know, just being super airy the whole time. Mm. Um, and obviously, um, I know you strongly disagree, um, but Movie Star was in my top 10 last year. Um, movie Star? You, do you mean cinema? Or not Movie Star, cinema, sorry. Movie Star's also great. Because <laughs> I love Movie Star. I love, movie star. I love movie star. No, no, Both of those songs are great, in my opinion. I know you don't like Movie Star or um, cinema nearly as much. I don't I mind do, it. I think I appreciate the effort on cinema, but it's just not really for me. That's fair. That's fair. But um, I, it's really the vocals, and I, I don't like to say that about a group in general. But it really is it, you know. <laughs> which is why I mentioned that, uh, as we were watching it that it's really sad that the rap is a relief because the rap is bad. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. It's just like room temperature water, you know. It's very, it's very generic non nothingness. Yeah. Um, but it is such a relief because it's low. Yeah. True. It is such a relief, and and again, this is why generally I'm a boy group person over a girl group person. It's just where voices naturally sit, and that I like not low low voices like Ranger does, right? But I like more full, you know, mid range sounds generally from vocalists. And man, this is just up there the whole time. And it, yeah. And I know they can produce good music, which makes it even more annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to think about um, this song. Because uh, I think I have a different opinion to the rest of you, which is that I actually think the verses are really cool. And I think I like, this song could have been really good if they committed to that feel. But they just dropped, like, airdropped in a random fucking generic chorus in the middle of it. I don't understand how you can do that and call it a song. Like they, yeah. they had this like halfway between country and gospel kind of thing going on in the verses. That was like you don't hear that every day, so that was quite a nice kind no. of relief from the most most that you hear from f- like fourth gen boy groups, which is just like noisy stuff. So mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. Then we got to the chorus, and you probably saw my eyes pop out of my head because I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we here?" Yeah. It's like I'm like driving to the to the supermarket and then I get there and suddenly I'm in Wembley Stadium and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. Oh. Um, see, uh, I I agree. I like what they have going on in the verses again. Like, I like what a lot of the song is doing. I agree with you that the verses are better than the chorus. Mm-hmm. Although I also like the chorus, even if they don't fit super super well together but for me really it's just overwhelmed by the sync by the vocal line it's mm-hmm. just it it can't recover from it because as i said otherwise i would like this song it wouldn't be you know awesome but it would be a, a playlist for this song it would be you know free to go or key to the city right yeah definitely <laughs> i think what's um, funny as well is with the the melody of the chorus could have worked if you put it in the right kind of genre because if you'd yeah. done a like more laid back version, you could have made it a little bit jazzy or a little bit gospel mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it would have really worked with these like these um, verses. But 
they just were like, no, we've done this one already. We have to put it in as is. We're not re-recording it or something like that. <laughs> it was so weird. It's like they've had this stewed up for like a year or something, this chorus, and they've been like, we've got to use it mm-hmm. sometime. Just put it in the song. Mm-hmm. And it didn't fit yeah. in the slightest bit. It's really frustrating because yeah. I was like, damn, this sounds good at the start. And then we got to the chorus and I just got whiplash so badly. I was just out yeah. of the song by that point. And then later on, they make it worse with these horrible, high-pitched, like, scratchy noises in the backing track that I don't know what they're there for. <laughs> it yeah. was... Oh, this is a really frustrating that was song. Sin Boy group. This is a that really was frustrating Sin Boy group. song. No, I, I... We're frustrated for slightly different reasons, but I agree that the song is super frustrating. Yeah. Um, it's... Because... There's so much that could have worked, mm. but it just, it's like they made every other decision possible that made it be bad, <laughs> like, um, which is just really annoying um, that yeah. it's, that's the way it ended up. I can um, almost hear like a Samuel So-ish kind of version of this chorus working like in this song. Mm-hmm. That would have worked really well. I can almost hear him singing it right now. And like with like some laid back piano, that would have been sick in this song. But instead, they just had to be a fourth gen boy group, you know? Yeah, I mean, sometimes the fourth gen boy group is unescapable. It yeah. just—it's a real shame. It, yeah, yeah, and no, I totally agree. It is um, because again, there's some interesting elements here, and it just it like misses every opportunity it had to like actually capitalize on them, basically. Yeah. Um, um, so. Let's talk about this music video as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some um, very interesting props. Very um, <laughs> and not in a good way. I mean, it rarely is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> oh gosh. T got me with that um, comment. She's absolutely spot on. These wings. They got these, these fucking wings grafted onto their backs. And they look like when the plug hole gets clogged. <laughs> She's absolutely right. It's completely correct. The like dark set of wings look just like that. And then there's this guy, <laughs> this guy with the like. Um, it looks like a taxidermy eagle <laughs> on his arm. Because there's a point where he moves it, and the eyes don't move at all, and they're really glassy. So I think it's a taxidermy eagle. It looks really silly. <laughs> You got oh yeah. my god! This really sent me this music video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the outfits are—it's so weird because, like, I think four of the dudes look good in this music video. Um, Does this include just, Mullet Man? No. <laughs> I, that haircut, like, I hate mullets. Don't get me wrong. This is like one of the worst mullets I have ever seen, which is an achievement. Um, I don't think it's quite that bad to me, but it's not great. Some shots it looks okay when it's like all slicked back, kind of. Yeah. But when it's like down in front, it just looks, and it's such a bad length in the back. Like mullets to begin with, when they're like back there and they're long and they don't look great, you know, I don't like. But it's like curling up at the back, yeah. but it also isn't just. It also isn't just like long enough that it's just like hanging, but it's still a mullet. But it's just so long that it's curling, and it just like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> some parts it's not as bad, but man, some of them it's just like oh, it's awful. Um, mm. But yeah, like it's just such a weird. It's like a mix of like 
overly poetic like nonsense with the wings and taxidermy owl and whatever or eagle whatever nonsense like feels like something like a, of a bts video from like 2016 mm. um or like maybe like a, a obnoxious like um maybe like a txt or like a very very video like when they're really annoying i was thinking um, txt <laughs> yeah txt and then you also get the weird racer outfits that like very very have in trigger that are awful mm. that they look good in because they're attractive dudes but they're they could be wearing anything else anything else would be better god i'm sorry the taxidermy eagle just came up again and just fucking killed yeah. me it's, it's it's actually him in that shot with the taxidermy eagle i think this one hair looks the worst too yeah this guy um, with the butterflies on his face too like yeah there's some really bad props in this music video <laughs> oh it's also it's kind of reminds me of that um way i eat video or way however we say their name because i yeah. can never say it. it's really awful at least this one doesn't hit the flashy lights that's the yeah, one true. credit it gets <laughs> it's not an unpleasant video to watch it's just really funny <laughs> just really yeah. gets me t's right this boxing wing with random words like going in the back on like little screens like it's the stock exchange almost yeah <laughs> when you gotta fight at 12 but you gotta you gotta pump and dump at one <laughs> what is this oh this is horrendous yeah um <sighs> i feel like the music video and the song do match each other though yeah because they're the both totally confused well, that has been an yeah. absolute experience watching and listening to that. So, yeah, I'm very glad you bought that. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure I watched this before as well, but I don't remember it at all being this like bizarre. Yeah. I think I must have got to the chorus and just immediately clicked out. Yeah, but that's wow. fair. I had only really heard the chorus in like a bit of a verse because I hadn't actually sit down and listened to mm. the whole song, and I knew I would have something to say about it, even if either if I liked it or disliked it, because I had feelings. Mm. Um. Uh, yeah it's just it's just it's a lot in all the ways and very few like it it has some elements that you want it to and then oh man it's just yeah <laughs> i think this um, shot of them dancing in front of the like waterfally type thing is pretty cool i think there's some pretty yeah. good shots there's just some like although their outfits are bad they have the stupid racer like jumpsuits yeah like, but that's why... like everyone has those now i don't really care i, I know but like why like at least don't have the jumpsuits on. Like it, uh, the other outfits aren't good, but the jumpsuits are really uh, the worst part. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like the other racer outfits, like the dude in the blue and the black, I actually don't mind that much. Um, mm. They're not great, but you know we could make do. Um, there's also like some Cirque du Soleil moments going on that Beijing Young does, which are like an interesting choice. Mm -hmm. There's just there's so much going on here. <laughs> the falling like I think they're supposed to be wings, but they look like, um, like a, they look like shredded pieces of like when a, a garment is like starting to come apart. And there's, like, <laughs> there's like those like fuzzy bits that come off of it. They don't look like feathers. <laughs> um, <laughs> shredded bits of bobbly jumpers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just. Oh, so much is going wrong here. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you, you can talk about this MV for so long, this, it keeps giving. Yeah. It's incredible. There's some, like, there's some like 
almost BDSM looking stuff too. Like yeah. it's really just hitting everything, not in a. Uh, it's just a lot. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I'll take uh, this over the generic Y2K-ish clueless video that we're getting from every girl group now. This is way uh, more interesting than that. Sample girl group music video. Because um, <laughs> I'm not pulling so, one up in my memory. Uh, well, it's more like a little bit that they show in all of the videos where they just okay. flash to these shitty-looking Y2K... Look, watch the twice one from last week or last show to see that. Okay. There's this random okay. bit where it flashes to this awful, shimmery, filtered, dumbass fucking glasses, uh, clueless yeah, skirts, yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Same yeah, with yeah, what they yeah, were yeah. doing in the Rocket Punch video mm -hmm, for a bit with mm -hmm. those stupid cut-out letters that's in every music video now. Mm -hmm. Like, I will take this 100% over most of those videos. Because <laughs> there's <laughs> way more that's interesting in this video than there is in any of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's not necessarily interesting in a good way, but, but it's it interesting. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> I like... I don't like it, but it, it... It brings me joy in a very particular way, mainly because we're getting to roast it. <laughs> yeah, in a schadenfreude kind of way, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so, I appreciate it so oh, much. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it at that. I, I don't think it's brilliant, <laughs> but I appreciate it to the maximum <laughs> that this MV exists, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I, just, I have to make the comment, though, the butterfly guy is quite attractive, and I have no clue who he is. I'm sure just he is. I mean, they all there. seem like pretty good-looking dudes. <laughs> they are. They all are. I mean, That's, that's what's so funny, is mullet guy is clearly, but... like, ridiculously good-looking, oh, he's got this stupid mullet. Um, he was on Produce 101, um, Beijing Young. He was in mm. 101, actually. Um, yeah, when I used to look I up their produced... stuff, he's the only name I ever saw. <laughs> yeah, I have um, Produce 101 related beef with him, but no beef with him like as an actual person. Hmm. Um, just, uh, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Rigging or just... Uh, no. Okay. He was popular because his face was small, and I think that's stupid. <laughs> I do find that weird where that's the comment you get on these shows where it's like, oh, your face is so small. Why well, don't care? <laughs> that's not a talent. He's fine. fine. I have no problems with him. I just think it's so stupid that he ended up being in one on one basically for that reason. Mm. Yeah. That's, anyway. That's a very Korean thing, though, isn't it? That's like they always do that in all their shows. So, oh, your face is so small. It's amazing. Especially yeah, their I way just... of saying you're good looking. <laughs> Yeah, I just have, I have a lot of beef from Produce Season 2 since I actually watched that show, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean CIX are great sometimes, they really let us down sometimes and that it doesn't surprise me when it goes either way so um, yeah, and uh, I'll have to plug it again, uh, another Produce dude um, that actually deserved to be in the group in my very strong opinion um, Jay Juan the title track is nothingness. Um, like it's not even a good ballad. It's just kind of like nothing. Um, it's like it's almost like the Billy song, but like with none of the parts of the Billy song that make it listenable. Um, <laughs> I think we were roasting that quite a lot in the listen together, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, um, it's on my playlist for the time being. But that's because I like Jay Juan. Uh, not because it's a great song, um, so we'll see what happens. I might just skip it every single time it comes on. 
Um, but really, really highly recommend Oasis off of that album. It is outstanding. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly the songs I love from J. Juan. Like a fun pop song, but he's really singing. And his voice is just one of the best in K-pop by so far. I I know I have very strong opinions about people's timbres and voices and stuff. So I really recommend Oasis by J. Juan. Um, and also I'll throw out and part is Akio's here um, a song from the Jenny album because the title is very boring as well um, not that it's bad I like the Jenny title more than Jay Juan's um, but um, Obvious from Jenny's album is excellent as well um, a really really good Jenny song um, like kind of R&B but like not fully there because mm-hmm. um, you know me I'm not a huge huge R&B person but it's a really just enjoyable song his voice sounds really good um, so recommend those two things. Otherwise, title tracks have been pretty bad lately. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, like Rocket Punch has been one of the fewer bright spots. So, yeah, I recommend the Journey album. I recommend Oasis of the J-Pon album. So, I'll, um, I'll leave it there. Since we're recommending, uh, let me do my bit like I always do. <laughs> uh, Polkadot Stingray, Japanese rock band, put out an <laughs> album recently that's really good. <laughs> I added so much of it to my playlist. So, everybody listen to that. It's called Ododo Yoni. You need to check that out. It's really, really great. I, I have like eight or nine, I think, songs from that on my album. So very, very good. I can't play it on here because the copyright police will come and arrest me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything Japanese gets you immediately put in copyright jail. So that's a no-no. Yeah. But they are fantastic yeah. and you should all listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe I should get that album. Spin. I'd like the occasional book of six. Uh, I would give it a go. One of the songs on um, that too, uh, when I was younger, and I, I kind of still am, but they've changed the lineup and I don't like them so much. I was a huge fan of the English uh, indie rock band Block Party, and Polkadot Stingray's song Yudachi sounds so much like a long lost um, Block Party song. So listen to that and then listen to lots of block party from back in the day because it's amazing that sounds like a very thing of your uh past days the english definitely <laughs> indie rock type they thing. are so good <laughs> they were so good um, though <laughs> so uh i i've i've not i mean i've heard of them but i've maybe i've heard a song or two but um well there's always it. after um, this show for me to play some on stream <laughs> so i can always do that yeah. <laughs> we'll do it we'll do it that is true although you know no japanese releases just like yeah. um how you can a lot of times not find japanese releases on spotify and mm. apple music and such because the japanese labels are so bizarre i yeah. was mentioning the other day how i've had some songs that are japanese show up on my playlist because they were on spotify for a little bit and then they go away and then they show back up again and then they go away again and they show and it makes absolutely zero percent sense mm. <laughs> so um really hoping that gets figured out at some point because um one of my favorite boy groups that basically i think are just going to do just japanese stuff now because they make a lot more money there than they ever did in korea um you know 100 percent. so oh, yeah. um but uh, hey, any japanese still making music all right <laughs> Yeah, I uh, the last album wasn't great, but there were there was one or two songs that were decent. Um, so you know, I'll take it. Glad they're still doing stuff. Um, but yeah, that was quite a rambly tangent. So um, <laughs> I will uh, I will try to leave it there. <laughs> no, we love a rambly tangent here, so that's fine. Yes, <laughs> we've yes. got to fill the airtime somehow. Come on, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, hey, why not? Yeah. So. 
but I but, uh, truly appreciate you bringing this treasure to me, Ian. Yeah. That was... <laughs> it, it turned so much more interesting than I thought it was going to be. I didn't pay so much attention to the music video when I was watching it the first time through, <laughs> except, you know, boys are cute. Um, <laughs> moments in the song. Uh, yeah. That's all I was getting, but when you look at it harder, it's so hilarious. <laughs> So just, thank you for that. just imagine, you know, you bring Rocket Punch, my favorite girl group, and you bring CIX, a group I haven't cared about since their debut, and we have so much more to say about CIX <laughs> than Rocket Punch. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a fair reflection of the songs, though, because Rocket Punches was super safe and uninteresting yeah. and generic. Um, not that it was bad, again. This <laughs> one just has so much going on yeah. in all the ways possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we tangent anymore, <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, no I'll shift on out just so I don't. I'm not sat here talking about CIX for yep. another five hours. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. But yeah, thank you so much, Ian. Yeah, of course. See you later, buddy. See you later. Okay, and with that, that is the end of this episode of Diggy's Dungeon. We've ended on a real high with this absolutely bizarre CIX music video. Um, yeah, see you all later, audio listeners. <laughs>